0: Lockport Radio <laughs>
1: near as nasally as he does that's true
0: not
1: at all <laughs> i'm here with ed and christina somewhere in the building getting locked downstairs uh we are here with you this evening because mac and christy have decided to ditch us to go to a concert i don't blame them i wasn't here last week so i guess it's payback we're going to be talking about electronic voice phenomenon this evening So, if you have any questions, go ahead and give us a call. Our phone number is 646-200-4444 and we'll be able to answer any questions you may have or if you just want to shoot the breeze about EVP or the paranormal in general, give us a call. So obviously with EVP, I mean every basic ghost hunting kit, that's one of the primary objectives the electronic voice phenomenon, or sounds font of it. Okay, I'm going to screw this up. I'm going to screw this up a lot tonight, (laughs) because I'm not used to talking this much during the show. Maybe we screw this up Oh, no, I'm not going to pull the Mac approach. (laughs) Basically, there are sounds found on electronic recordings that are interpreted as spirit voices that have been earlier unintentionally recorded or intentionally requested and recorded. So every basic ghost hunting kit will come with a voice recorder, either digital or the mini cassettes, or you can even use a cell phone. We've done that before. And uh, basically, you just uh, ask random questions or, as I like to say, sit there and talk to yourself in the dark and hope that when you go back and listen to the hours of review, like we just finished doing, that we might hopefully catch something or we might be able to uh, hear something that we had actually heard while on site so it basically corresponds with what we heard. So EVP, just another way to communicate with the dead. Uh, Actually, as as long as we've been doing uh, the Haunted Hunters uh, paranormal team, I can say, honestly, most of our really good evidence have been in EVPs. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll get the occasional video or picture, uh, but, I mean, most of what you hear is going to be EVP. Apologize, we're hearing things. Tonight's been a little weird around the office. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I think that was the neighbor trying to get into their their shop. So, uh, enthusiasts consider EVP to be a form of paranormal phenomenon often found in recordings with static or other background noises. Uh, However, psychologists regard EVP as a form of auditory, okay, this is going to be a tough word to say, we or interpreting random sounds as voices in one's own language. So basically psychologists think that we're all loony and we're just hearing things within the sound. Hmm. hmm. Is, that, is that like seeing things in the clouds? Or watching a staticky, snowy screen and seeing a face. I love that. Well, that's basically what you're doing with the EDP. You're... you're try to get spirit voices in different wavelengths than what our hearing can hear on. So that's why we use the video, the audio recorders. You, you can also capture EVP during video sessions. I mean, you may catch a voice on there, and it's not one of the investigators, and that is an EVP. So basically, a little history as it. Uh, It became prominent in the 1840s through 1920s, for obvious reasons, because that's when voice recorders were invented. (laughs) Makes sense, right? Right. And I know Christy is a certified EVP tech. She actually went through a college course, learned all about the history, and actually got certified. You can do that online. I forget the college's name. But Christy used to have her certificate hanging up in the office down at the Old office. So she she went through the whole whole background. But anyways, it's the distinguishing belief that the spirits of the dead can be contacted by mediums, new technologies of the area, including photography, um, and that kind of stuff was employed by spiritualists in uh, in an effort to demonstrate contact with the spirit world. So popular were such ideas that Thomas Edison was asked in an interview with Scientific America to comment on the possibility of using the inventions to communicate with spirits. He replied that if the spirits were only capable of subtle influences, a sensitive recording device would provide a better chance of spirit communication than like table tipping or Ouija boards and other devices that mediums employed at the time. I definitely feel that EVP is a lot less Able to be manipulated than maybe some of those others. Oh, groups I mean, you can push that around. Well, the table, til- the table tilting, uh, the glass on the table, where everybody's got the glass and you ask it to move. I mean, someone can manipulate that. Whereas EVP, it's not very easily manipulated. And it can be. I'm not saying that there hasn't been groups that have tried it, because if you whisper, that's why we do these hours of review, because if you whisper, it can sound like
0: what a Class A
1: EVP would be. that's um, like tonight I was doing a review from our most recent investigation, and I marked down possibly, and then someone else will go back and review that same spot, and then we'll, we'll kind of collaborate on what we believe it to be. But I definitely feel, I mean, EVP was definitely a... a Game changer when it came to investigating, because before your spirit communication was those other avenues, uh, such as Ouija boards, which we all know, no, we don't do that, and we're not saying that unless you're alone at home at night and no one else is around. That's when you do that. I'm still not 100% okay. Ed, maybe sit at home in the dark by himself alone on a weekend because he doesn't have a woman, and he plays with the Ouija board, but I'm not going to do that, and I don't recommend anyone else to. Now, obviously, one of the biggest things that we always talk about is that with the Ouija, you can, I mean, a spirit can easily attach itself to a device such as that. And I'm not saying that that can't be the case with one of our recorders because we're asking it to do basically the same thing as a Ouija board, except for it's electronic. <laughs> so don't think that a spirit can't attach itself to your voice recorder like a Ouija board because it can still happen. So just be careful. Um, make sure you're, when you're asking questions, that you're not opening up yourself, anyone else investigating or any of your equipment to be basically attached or um what's the word I want to use here? Possessed. Maybe not demonically, but a spirit can possess an item. So just watch what you're doing, watch the questions you're asking. Attachment? Attachment, right? Attachment. Possession probably not a good word because that's only generally used with The demonic or inhuman spirits. But um, also with EVP, same thing that I assume everyone does. When you ask a question, give yourself ample amount of time in between the first question you ask compared to the next question. Because you want – we don't know what what plane the spirits are. It may take them a lot of energy to manipulate the voice recorder to answer a question so you want to give them plenty of opportunity to answer the question so I generally give it anywhere from 30 to 45 seconds before I ask another question and then also if you hear noises while you're doing the investigation it's always good to say what you heard and mark the time so you can go back and review that later so Uh, Early interest in the uh, electronic voice phenomenon. American photographer. I hate butchering names. I do it on a daily basis at work, but I'm going to do it again tonight. Atalia von Sulzi. Yeah, I'm sure I butchered that one. Look it up on Wikipedia. You can read the name. Uh, Was among the first to try recording what he believed to be voices of the dead as a way... To augment his investigations in photographing the spirit world. Uh, he began his attempts in 1941 using a 78 RPM record. Mac would remember those days. Exactly. But it wasn't until 1956, after switching to the old uh, old style reel to reel tape recorder, that he believed he was successful. So he started trying in 1941. 15 years later, he finally felt that he was successful. Wow. Working with Raymond Bayless, look at that, I didn't screw that one up. They conducted a number of recording sessions with a custom made apparatus consisting of a microphone and an insulated cabinet connected to an external recording device and speaker. They got crafty. And that sounds like an awful lot of stuff to be carrying around on our (laughs) domestication. The digital recorders we use are what? An inch wide by maybe three or four inches in length. Okay. And what they're talking about is carrying around probably 50 pounds worth of equipment just to record voices.
0: Pretty cool,
1: <laughs> back <in> the day. <laughs> they uh, reported finding many sounds on the tape that could not be heard on the speaker at the time of recording, some of which were recorded when there was no one in the cabinet. So, this is, I mean, we're talking, he's like, it's like a closet. So, a spirit just, what do they knock on the door and then walk in? Or, I mean, how does that work? Does it say occupied on the door?
0: Mm Come on in.
1: He believed these sounds to be the voices of discarnate spirits. I don't get it. Among the first recordings believed to be spirit voices were such messages as, This is G, Hot Dog Art, and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all. Well, which is very fitting for this time of year. Right. I mean, very festive ghosts. I don't know why they're talking about hot dogs. They have the holiday spirit. That was a horrible joke. Uh... Both uh, von Salzy, Slazy, I don't know, it just, and Raymond Bayliss's work were uh, published by the Journal of the American Society of Physical Research in 1959. Bayless later went on to co-author the 1979 book *Phone Calls from the Dead*. So now we're making phone calls, so spirits can call me. You know, I, I remember I was young getting occasional phone calls where it was really just static, right? And then you could hear like a wah, 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 in the in the phone call. It was it's almost like white noise. Almost a white noise phone call. It was really weird. And I remember those. I I don't know if that was trouble that they had with the telecommunications back in the day, the lines or whatever, but it was weird. And it, I, even, even up to until, you know, call R.D., whenever that came out, I remember
0: you get the occasional phone
1: call from a member of the fit, and they just be like, what is this? Well, I I don't know if you remember or not. Um, our first office when we joined uh, or founded um, Haunted Hunters, Kelly and Christie did. Uh, in that office, we had a dedicated phone line for Haunted Hunters, and there was several occasions where our phone number in the middle of the night would dial 911. And law enforcement would show up, find that the office was closed. I mean, we're talking one, two, three o'clock in the morning, and then they would leave. But this happened on several occasions, and that's the only number that it would call is nine one one so that that could be construed as part of the whole electronic voice phenomenon i mean it's a spirit manipulating an electronic device. So, I mean, anything's possible. Like I said, I mean, we, we've been known to use uh, cell phones for EVP recorders. I mean, the, the microphone on some of these newer phones are impeccable. So, I, I mean, we've come a long way from reel-to-reel cabinets and this, that, and the other to just sitting, sitting in a room talking on a voice recorder that you can buy at Walmart for 15 bucks. So, and it's easier. You don't have to worry about tapes. You just plug that thing into your computer and there's the vial. In 1959, Swedish painter and film producer Friedrich Jorgensen was recording bird songs. Upon playing the tape later, he heard what he interpreted to be his dead father's voice. And then the spirit of his deceased wife calling his name. He went on to make several more recordings, including one, that he said contained a message from his late mother.
0: What message? doesn't
1: say. Huh. I can remember the first couple of training investigations that we did were uh, at a private residence here in town that uh, Christy grew up in. And... Um, um, no, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, upon... It seemed like any time we did a training investigation there, we got some of our best evidence. Yeah. And best evidence, I'm talking about EBPs. Yeah. I mean, Class A right. Um The very first training investigation that I ever did, I was on crutches. I had just recently had knee surgery, and we were sitting in the, there was a, a front room when you first walked in, and there was that second sitting area. Mm-hmm. We were in that second sitting area, one of our uh, female team members. the radio show, right? Yes. Uh, one of our female team members said, "I just saw you," and we actually got a physical response of "you did." I mean, it was just—it was mind blowing to to do your review and hear those things come back. And it seemed like every time we were there, we were getting some sort of EVP. Do you remember uh, we were doing one there, and it was me and you? couple other former members in the back bedroom on the right. And you were the footsteps on the ground. The footsteps and then you were making fun of that you had different
0: voices. And then
1: it said something. I can't remember what it said. I, I was when to find it off where it said something. We were winding down the investigation and uh I mean anybody that's ghost hunter for more than a, a minute knows that you can get a little loopy. After sitting in the dark for hours asking questions, getting no response, and I kind of was making fun of what it would possibly be saying on EVP at that moment based off of our discussion, and upon review, it said, I don't remember the, I'm with you on that, I don't remember the exact same phrase, but it came back and was not happy with what I was doing. Um, Didn't cuss, didn't scream, didn't didn't come and say it was going to kill me. You need to stop it was it was very vocal, and it was right after I was mocking yeah, whatever was in the exactly room. Yeah, um, like to I, I personally am a mocker and an and, and, you know, antagonist, which they don't like to do. No, but you know I understand the theory behind it. I mean, like I'm going to leave. I'm going to go home. Whoever's there, is, you know, they're going to be there. So, but not even. And of course, obviously we couldn't hear that with our own ears. Right, that was right. found on playback. But not only five minutes after that, I was sitting on the floor right next to the door yeah, that's and right. I heard footsteps come directly up next to the door. I felt them right after that, that uh E V P we And uh, very loud, very pronounced. So E V P is where it's at. I mean you can you can really
0: let the hair stand up on the back of your neck, that's where it is.
1: All right, we have a caller, area code 541. Hi, I would like to know what causes a spirit to attach itself to a voice recorder. Well, any spirit can attach itself to a voice recorder. Okay, well, I just wanted to know what kind of spirit it was. Typically the ones from the screen who have a voice box that can't make any noises into the time. Caller, are you still there?
0: Yes, I am. Okay, I'm, so I'm what, having a hard time here. Okay, that
1: was weird. Um... Coincidentally enough, I know that was a prank call because it was from my cell phone number. So, and as you can see, my cell phone's sitting right here.
0: Yeah, I'm just like screaming all over again. I'm getting out of this because
1: you know, the first one to die is the fat white guy, so I'm out. Well, wouldn't that be neat? Okay, you got it. <laughs> so, thank you for calling. Um, okay. You know, I mean, that was that was fun while it lasted. Call back on your regular cell phone number, and we can have a talk. Don't use mine. You're racking up my minutes. Anyways, okay. I'm gonna take a random. Yeah. I'm gonna take a random stab in the dark and say that that was one. Our other regular host, even though he should be at a concert or it was one of my family members messing with me because they know that I'm hosting this alone or oh, that's uh, cool.
0: I with you. Yeah, well, I'm so it's
1: almost job. like a thing. But
0: it's all good. I don't mind. I'll talk to anyone.
1: Hey, let me get that phone number one more time. Call in number 646-200-4444. We're standing by. <laughs> and they were on hold a while too. I mean, this is this is all new to me. They were on hold for almost 3 minutes. Okay. That was my bad. I uh I will take uh, full responsibility on that one. So more the the modern interest um in 1982, Sarah Stepp founded the American Association of Electronic Voice Phenomenon, AA EVP, in Saverna Park, Maryland, a nonprofit organization with the purpose of increasing awareness of EVP and of teaching standardized methods for capturing it. ESET began her explanation in EVP in 1976 and says she has made hundreds of recordings of messages from deceased friends, relatives, and extraterrestrials whom, she speculated, originated from other planets or dimensions. Bang. So she she got into it, man. The term instrumental transcommunication, ITC, was coined by Ernest Sienkowski in the 1970s to refer more generally to communication through any sort of electronic device, such as tape recorder, fax machines, television sets, or computers between spirits, or other discarnate in, uh, entities and the living. I have to see
0: some weird factors
1: in my life. Fax machines are, are, in my opinion, that makes the perfect storm. You know, what I mean that noise that it makes. It's white noise. Get some funkiness to it. I mean, you could sit there, you know, the old style TVs. I don't know, I don't know about many of the I'll newer flat style sure. t- flat screens, but you hook up an old TV and you put it on, no antenna. I mean, you can basically put it on a an channel, okay. and you they claim that you can either see faces or other objects in the white noise, or you can uh, make out EVPs. So, if you saw the really horrible movie with uh, no, the guy that played uh, Batman, Keaton. Michael Keaton that with him trying to communicate with his deceased wife. Yeah. You know, with his deceased wife. I think that was the husband. I
0: thought it was Kevin Bacon.
1: All right. So here's how we settle the debate. I am DB com. Yes, people, you heard me. I'm giving a shameless plug. Internet movie database. I am com. White Noise from 2005, Michael Keaton and Chandra West, Deborah Karen Unger, I don't know. But that was basically uh, based off of the white noise. He was catching the wife's voice and phone. The phone would randomly ring, like what you were saying, and he would capture a voice in that, and then also the snowy screen effect. On TV they were catching uh, images in that as well so I mean there's several devices that can be used to to capture EVPs or white noise EVPs whatever you want to call them Um, more commonly I know a lot of uh, communication for verbal communication is done through like SP7 spirit boxes which basically scans through uh, several radio stations per second or whatever it is. And same thing, the spirits can talk through the white noise and answer your questions. Um, so it's all about the spirit being able to manipulate the device that you're trying to communicate with them. Um, also, the, the ovulus device, which is one that I really want to get. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's uh, basically it's a database generator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And what they can do is they can manipulate the device, um, and pops a word up on the thing, right? And then it'll you know, speak the it's word. word. it's like our caller. Yes, voice. yes. And it sounds exactly like our caller from my cell phone number. I'm still really annoyed that they're racking up minutes on my cell phone. Well,
0: I'm hoping that they stay the
1: edge of the cell phone. Um, I I do not. But I do have free nights and weekends, so guess what? I fall in that umbrella, so I think I'm okay. Just as long as they're not calling my like home calling. or sure like that. actually do that with your company, right? Well, you can do that. Well, there's an app for that. You know, you've heard that phrase. Right? There's an app for everything, I'm sure, right now, if you got on. There's a White one app. I was going to say, if you if you can get on the Apple Store or you can get on the uh, Google Play Store, I'm sure you can find an app for EVP. And that's what Mac uses on his tablet on investigation. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. I mean not bad at all. So a little bit further, in 1979, parapsychologist D. Scott Rugel described an alleged paranormal phenomenon in which people report that they receive simple, brief, and usually single occurrences, telephone calls from spirits of deceased, Relatives, friends, or strangers. Strangers, not strangers. See, I can't do this. Mac can't leave me alone anymore. Okay, I mean, I'm generally the extremely, side. Extremely long notice of the hour. I know. I mean, I'm generally the sidekick, and I get a call at twelve thirty today saying I'm I'm leaving you. I'm you here. Good luck. And then you know he prank phone calls me from my own phone number. I just don't understand it. <laughs> it could also be a former number. yeah. There's there's still a possibility of that. That you know is true. I still want them to call back. Call back. Six four six two zero zero four four. unless
0: unless it was a spirit
1: that is attached to your phone. And that's a possibility? It's a possibility because it asks how to attach itself. So. Well if it was already attached, I'm not No, 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 I understand. I'm
0: just saying i am I'm not. I'm not
1: so, do you think he was just trying to get more information on how uh, to attach? I think he might be. Yeah, well, well, I understand, understand that.
0: He was enjoying the
1: show. I mean, who wouldn't? i not here. See? It's just so much
0: better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Rosemary Yuli, yep, probably butchered that name again, uh, has written within the parapsychology establishment. Rogo was often faulted for poor scholarship, which critics said led to erroneous conclusions. So the whole spirit phone call thing—they're saying that that's probably not good because that person's research was. Okay. Um, yeah, i was just gonna say that—that's a good one. Uh, manure, you know. Mac, of course, he leaves and makes the show PG.
0: Next, next one the other day.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it is what it is. So some of the explanations. Um, there are a number of simple scientific, I love that word, scientific, that's a huge umbrella, Absolutely. uh, explanations that can account for why some listeners to the static on audio devices voices may believe they hear voices, including radio interference, which is a possibility. I mean, that sb 7 spirit box, like I said, is just scanning rapidly through, uh, different radio waves. So, oh, okay, yeah. that's a possibility. I downloaded some similar things. just yeah. now. Oh like the uh SP seven? it's like a, a scanning idea.
0: Ah.
1: She so can find all kinds of cool stuff on the app store. TikTok. Uh also including radio interference and the tendency of the human brain to recognize patterns and random stimuli. Uh some recordings may be hoaxes created by frauds or pranksters. We said that you can run into that you may get the person that wants to get their name out there and whispers and, you know, just doesn't own up that they did it. Um, Same thing with the the human brain. I mean, you know, you hear the theory of if you look at a mirror for too long, you can start to see faces other than your own in it. So especially if it's a streaky mirror. So, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, there's there's hundreds of explanations for it, but there's also the different classes of, of EVP. And, I mean, if you get a good Class A EVP, there's no, there's no doubt in your mind that that's what you've heard. And a lot of the time when we're capturing EVP, we can match it up to the same time as, like, you was know, the video recorder. And if one of your you know, team members wasn't talking, but you captured the EVP on the voice recorder, you know, okay, that's a legitimate electronic voice phenomenon or spirit voice. So there's also some uh, psychology perception. So auditory parodelia, as I am butchering again, is a situation created when the brain incorrectly interprets random patterns as being familiar patterns. In the case of EVP, it could result in an observer Uh, interpreting random noise on an audio recording as being the familiar sound of a human voice. The propensity for an apparent voice heard in white noise recordings to be in language understood well by those researching it rather than in an unfamiliar language has been cited as evidence of this in a broad class of phenomena referred to by author Joe Banks as Warshack audio, has been described as uh, a global explanation of all manifestations of EVP. So they're basically saying that it's like the Borschach inkblot test, where if you know you sit there and stare at the inkblot, you don't see what's just an inkblot, you can actually pick out patterns or pictures in the inkblot. So it's basically saying that our mind can be hearing or playing tricks on us when in actuality, we're not seeing or hearing anything. So once again, if you guys have any questions, we have the chat up and going. I'm monitoring that as well as feel free to give us a call even if it's a prank call if I don't mind. Uh, once again, our phone number is 646-200-4444. And uh if you have any questions, you have any comments about what we're talking about tonight, the electronic voice phenomenon, the different categories, feel free to chime in. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs>
0: the apps out
1: you want me to spend five bucks all over again. So what Ed's doing here, um you got a piece of crap iPhone. I mean you got an iPhone, right? Right. right. So <laughs> he's getting on there and looking at the uh the different E V P apps that the they offer in the is it Apple store? Mm-hmm. So they they actually offer and it goes for both formats either you know if you have a Droid system or an Apple system you can find different EVP uh, programs on there. Um, there's a lot of EVP programs on there. You go Spirit Box application. There's tons of way to capture uh, EVP. So um, let's see what the psychics say about EVP. Interference, for example, is seen in certain EVB recordings, especially those recorded on devices with uh, which contain RLC circuitry. These cases represent radio signals of voices or other sounds from broadcast sources. Interference from CV radio transmissions and uh, wireless baby monitors or anomalies generated through cross-modulation from other electronic devices. Or all documented phenomenon. It is even possible for circuits to resonate without any internal power source by means of radio reception. So a big thing when we go on an investigation, Ed can attest to this. We have to. We do a walkthrough of the location. Um, if there's any devices that we think that can manipulate any of our uh, EVP, we obviously try to get that to power off or unplug the device, so that way. <clears throat> that way it doesn't cause any issues. So we have another caller on the line here. Eric, you 541.
0: Hi, sorry I got cut off earlier. I was wondering what causes a spirit to attach itself
1: to a voice recorder? Uh, I can definitely go ahead and answer that question for you, Aaron. Um, so
0: <laughs> what can cause
1: the spirit to attach itself. I mean, there's there could be no nothing at all causing a spirit to attach itself. You could have just a, something as simple as a basketball in your house, and if it wants, it can attach itself. Um, so there isn't really a reason why a spirit could attach itself. Obviously, a spirit could attach itself if you ask the wrong question, Um the big thing with us is we always let uh we when we start any electronic voice phenomenon sessions, we let spirits know not to use our energy but to use our device's energy, so that could be interpreted maybe by a spirit that it's okay to not only use that device's energy but attach itself um Does that make more sense to you, yeah. Do you have any other uh, questions this evening? Or do you just want to call uh, or No, I think me? that was it. Oh, you know what? That's what I'm here for. You can call me anytime. You have my number.
0: All right. I'll hold you up to that. Thank you.
1: All right, brother. You have a good night. You too. Bye. So there you go. Now I found out the mystery person. One of my sister's friends, Aaron... Um, But that that is a legitimate question. That is actually a good question. How or why would uh, Spirit attach itself? And it doesn't have to have a particular rhyme or reason. I mean, uh, we've discussed it before on the shows. um, The warrants, Ed and Lorraine, have a collection of items that have been possessed or attached to, and There's maybe no particular rhyme or reason as to why uh, it did it, Um, and it's not that you can necessarily just ask it to leave. (laughs) Assuming after there's a thirty-eight percent chance of ghost experience. So also be aware that there will be some apps that you download if you're using your phones. are probably not 100% accurate. Mind you, our cell phones nowadays can only do so much. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this one, Ed just downloaded, he used his thumbprint, and it said that there was a 38 chance, 38% chance there's a spirit or ghost nearby. So, um, yeah, I don't know about that one. Holy shit, next. Yeah. There is a werewolf locator. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm gonna go. Locator. Werewolf locator. I don't think. So that leads me to my next question. Do you think we would get werewolf EVP? There you go. Yeah. Vampire EVP? It's possible. Why not? It's on the internet, it's true, right? I want to get a banshee EVP. That's that's all I'm saying. Like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I want to hear a freaking demonic or crazy scream in the middle of the night. Yeah, that would be great. And not coming from my wife because I rolled over on top of her accidentally. Would, would it go down any any likelihood the same way it went down, like say it, although I think, would there be any writing involved? <clears throat>
0: Cause I, 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 um, I heard some movies about that. But I, I, I'm not sure.
1: That, that was not electronic, nor was it voice phenomenon. Mm-hmm. That was a rock. But the, and I ran. I'm willing to admit it. Um, I'm so wrong if I hear pigeons with my naked ear. So, yeah, I mean, there's a possibility. The thing you're not scared of your own shadow, and you're not
0: scared of the mirror. Like some other bricks that I know. <laughs> <hurting out> <laughs> this is also true,
1: but hey, this is a good time to attack him. Sure. <laughs> so once again, if you guys have any questions, we're closing uh, down towards the end of our show. Telephone number 646 I also have the chat open. If you have any questions, feel free to ask in the chat. And I'll try to answer as best as I possibly can. You have to understand you're dealing with an amateur here. And with Ed, that means that you're still only dealing with one amateur here. That's true. So so there are some uh, organizations out there that obviously show huge interest, like we were talking about earlier. Um, AAEBP, once again, that's the American Association of Electronic Voice Phenomenon. Um, there's also the Association for Trans Communication, or ATRAN-C. Um, that's actually what AA EVP has changed their name to, I apologize. So it's actually now ATRAN-C, or the Association for Trans Communication, um, and the International Ghost Hunter Society, uh, they conduct ongoing investigations of EVP and ITC, um, including collective examples of uh, purported EVP available over the internet. Um, we were doing a little research on uh, YouTube earlier. I couldn't really find anything that was specifically EBP-related to bring up. Um, I know for us, uh, sometimes it's easier to put it into the computer system, um, and you can actually see the wavelengths, so that's another benefit. Um, if you feel that you've heard a voice, you can actually see the wavelength change uh, in the computer system to help you document what you heard. Also, you could have 15 people listen to a specific EVP, and you could get 15 different responses. Uh, You know, one person may hear it say this; next person may hear it say this. Uh, It's not necessarily that you heard what you heard; it's that you did hear the voice. there's been several times where we've gotten into debates on what we thought an e v p said, and everyone's opinion was different um so and it may not be saying something in a language that we could even understand. i mean if we're dealing with a uh, an entity that was maybe spoke a different language. When we get an EVP, it may be spoken in their particular language, and we're not going to be able to understand that. So bear in mind that you're going to get that. Um, I've also heard that you can get animal EVP. So if maybe you're dealing with a deceased pet, such as a cat or a dog, you'll hear a bark or a meow. I don't know Have you ever heard of that, then? No. Spirit animal
0: EVP. No, I didn't think that
1: um, that's obviously one of the theories out there. Animal EVP? Come on now. I mean, it's obviously possible. It, it, it's possible. Someone. So we're just doing a lot of research here.
0: This is what
1: I'm thinking. I'm thinking we might as well just, you know, because we're talking about EVPs, might as well just hit record on one of these devices here in a minute, and just sit here in the
0: dark for like four to six hours and ask questions. A, are
1: you? I don't know about that. Uh, yeah. know. that um... Well, let's do this, then, since we're kind of winding down. uh, What are some common questions that should be asked when doing EVP? You know, you're dead. That's a good one. Uh, A lot of times you've got a spirit that doesn't realize that they've crossed over. Um, You may not be getting responses otherwise. That may trigger something for them to try to speak and communicate um a lot of times we when we are doing e v p all of our uh e v p reporters have a red light on it when they come on. We let them know that if they could speak loudly and clearly um it will actually they will be able to be heard at a later time um, We don't have a real time uh, recorder right now they do sell those, so someone could actually have headsets on and be listening to the recorder mm-hmm. at the same time they're asking questions. Those are pretty uh, handy. That way you don't have to do live playback, and you don't have to wait until you're uh, doing a review later um, because you know you could have a hundred other questions later. It's not going to help you. So the live playback recorders are pretty cool. Um, a lot of times to try to maybe develop a timeline we like to ask uh, what year it is meaning what year does the spirit think it is um, we ask sort of like the, before to establish a timeline um, who the president was or possibly who the mayor was in the city that they originally lived in Um, Also ask how old the person is, um, what gender they are, possibly if they can tell us their name. Um, A lot of times we also ask, we start off with very simple questions, just basically asking them to give us a sign of their presence, letting them know how they can do that uh, by either using one of our pieces of equipment, such as the EMF detector, the EVP recorder, the thermometer. And then we go into maybe some more detailed questions, um, such as the ones trying to establish a timeline. Um, Also asking them maybe why they're still attached to that particular location and haven't moved on. uh, Just so maybe we can give the, the property owner a little bit more information. Uh, as to why the activity is still present in their location. So there's, I mean, you can basically ask any questions that you want. Of course, we ask that you stay professional um, and polite during it. Ask nicely, you know, say thank you, please. Um, Very, very simple. I mean, it's just like asking interview questions, but you're not able to tell if the person's responding or not. And we've been to a lot of locations where that's the only type of evidence we were able to uh, capture. Um, one of my favorites, other than the training investigations at a private residence, but we did a business here in town um, called Yesterday's Plaza. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: There was a, a very, very interesting voice that was captured in the basement of the location while we had two investigators down there. And it said, "I'm back," and laughed, and it was very, very loud, very, very clear, and right on the microphone and we went back and watched the video, which there was only two investigators, one was holding the voice recorder, one was holding the camcorder, and on the voice or on the camcorder at the same time, nobody the meaning the two investigators weren't talking, so it even validated the e v p that much more We've caught. Many Class A EVPs, which Class A are clear and uh, precise. You can generally make out a.
0: Uh, you don't have to um, guess later. No, you
1: you can tell what it is.
0: Well,
1: we've we'll got some good ones down at. Um... the so theater, yeah. The theater. The um, theater. We got a very, very good uh Me and Christy. Uh, Max, wife, uh, we were investigating upstairs in the seating area of that theater, and we kept getting a temperature drop. We could actually watch the temperature in one particular area go down, and we were pointing the thermometer, which had a laser mm. on it, uh, directly at a wall. And as we played it back, it actually said, I'm in the wall. Yeah, Very creepy. Um, but if we were able to validate EVP, even though we didn't hear it until later, we were able to validate it because we were talking about the temperature drop at the same time we were getting this, this uh, EVP. So we were talking about the classes. I found a website here that basically breaks down the classes. Class A is what we were just previously talking about. These are the best audio evidence and the most publicly uh, presentable examples of EVP. So those are the ones that, you know, you're sitting there watching your regular paranormal shows, Mm -hmm. even though that is sometimes not 100% credible. Um, The ones that you can make out them saying something and are very, very clear and pronounced without even having to raise the volume or, you know, wipe out the background noises and stuff like that, those are the ones that... uh, you can really hear, and they are classified as Class A. And it looks like we have a couple of callers.
0: 541. Hello.
1: Hello, sir. Hello. How how are you tonight? Hello. We miss you. I
0: have a concert. I, I hear voices.
1: Hey, hold be, be on, sir. Me. We have another caller. Six six one, you on the line?
0: My, 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 my sister's pool talks to me.
1: Oh dear Lord. Hello. Uh, that if if
0: Hello? anybody
1: doesn't realize that is our uh, normal host playing with
0: Hello. You know it does, it's far from normal. It, it it talks to me and it tells me I should wipe my butt. Hello. On the skin. <laughs> hey Shouldn't guys, I just wanted to check in, say hi. we well, we got a break, we've uh, got uh, we're waiting for Gaelic Storm to come to the stage now. I just wanted to come in and say, "Out of boy, guys, the way to handle it when I'm not there, it's probably a lot better, and you have probably a lot
1: more listeners now than I'm not on it." <laughs> anyway, you know, what,
0: you
1: know what, good? Uh,
0: what's, our color,
1: what's, our listening base just dropped a hundred people. <laughs>
0: I don't doubt it. Anyway, let me uh, get off the phone. I just want to say hi and, and good job, and uh, we'll let those listeners come back on now. Okay. You take yeah. care. All right. Did Ed show up? I mean, that's Ed that's talking. Oh. Who listens to Ed? See, I don't, obviously. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later. Hey, good job. See you, man. Bye. See you,
1: it's All right, we have another caller from five four one. Go ahead.
0: Hello. Hello. Hi, Sean. Hello. Who, who is this? Hi, Sean. Hi, Uncle Sean.
1: Hello, Christopher.
0: Did you have a question
1: about did you have a question about ghosts? No. Did you just want to call and say love hi? You. Wanted to say hi. Love you. Well I love you too. Thank you for calling. We are literally okay. getting more callers during this show than any show that we've done previously. Did you notice that? All been related to you. Well, you know. You know. Nice. Night. Yeah. Night. Right. Thanks for calling.
0: You're welcome.
1: My kid wanted to leave, and I was like, "Hmm, no." He's uh-uh. probably can't call us. I'm not down with it. Oh, <laughs> well, guys, we're we're down to about four minutes left. Uh, sorry, it was so disorganized tonight. This was literally a spur of the moment thing, like uh, Max said. We had to step in and. Help out? Why they uh, went off and went to a concert without inviting any of us? Kind of ridiculous.
0: Let's be real.
1: First, he goes to uh, goes to Hollywood Horror Nights. And for, for real, there was not one mention, not one hey You want to come? Okay, well, I can't say that he invited us. Oh. <laughs> so Ed's going to have to take that up with Mac at a later time. I mean it happens. I mean it really brain is gone. His brain is gone. Mac would be proud if I just went through and played every single one of these okay. little voice things. Because that's just how he rolls. He's a weird one. Joe, are you six six one?
0: reading
1: for us. I don't know. That was weird. It's sexy. Well, I said I I said earlier six six one. I don't know if maybe Joe, if you you were six six one, I saw you on the line earlier. I don't know. Call back. (laughs) I'm sorry, Joe. Like I said, I'm normally the one that just sits beside Mac while he plays with the computer because I don't want to break his computer. But. So anything else? Uh, next week, just as a heads up for you guys, we will not be having our regular scheduled show, so everybody can get stuffed on turkey that uh, the day before, have leftovers the next day, and just sleep through it. I mean, they won't miss us anyways. All right, let's see if it works this time. Joe, oh, Darn, okay. here, are you with He's, us?
0: I uh, think so, Emma. Can you hear me now? Hello. I finally can hear you. Okay, good. No, <laughs> I actually, I don't I don't know if y'all, ever, I don't believe I've ever spoke with any of you great gentlemen.
1: Well, you've called in a couple of times when I've been here just as kind of Max uh, backup so he doesn't get a little too crazy on the radio. But oh, yeah. uh, I don't know if you've talked to Ed before. i talked to Joe. Oh, okay. It's been a while. It's been a while. We were, we, were, uh, we were with Mac a couple of years ago when the show was going, but we didn't have a, as big of speaking roles.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, y'all were talking about EVPs, and I just wanted to tell about the first one I ever got on a investigation.
1: Go ahead, Joe.
0: We were – me and my partner at the time were um, working – a little small apartment, a little two-bedroom apartment. You know how they're pretty much laid out. You walk through the door, you got your dining room to the right, living room to the left, and then the kitchen behind the dining room, hallway, bathroom, two bedrooms, and whatnot. Well, we were in there for probably about four hours covering, you know, the six rooms of the place. And We were a little bored, didn't have nothing to do, so I said... Well, uh, we didn't do the closet, so, you know, let's go investigate the closet. Well, when we get down there to the closet, we get, you know, the partner opens the door, and I hear this, whoa, 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 and I looked at him, and I go, whoa, whoa, was that you? He goes, no, I thought that was you. I said, mark that on the log, that's interesting, we'll, you know, we did e v p session right there in front of the door well when we I get home, I pull the recorder out, throw the headphones on. I'm listening, and I knew that part was up, so I fast forwarded to it and as we op- as he opened the door and we heard the growl, just to give you a little backstory, my partner was an african American gentleman the e v p comes out, don't go in my closet you inward. Ooh. So it got a little, a little aggressive. Yeah, and that was the first EVP we ever got. Don't come and talk to you. What? Uh,
1: expletive! Expletive! Uh, wow, that. Yeah, that would have been. I mean, for the first one ever, that would probably make my skin crawl a little bit.
0: It was like, uh, I get on the phone and I call Marcus say, you need to get over here and listen to this. And he goes, what do you mean? Uh, Just get over here and listen. And he listens to it and he goes, did that say what I think it said? I said, what do you think it said? He goes, "All right, we're getting a rabbi, a priest, a shaman, a Baptist minister, who else can we bring up? He was going for exorcism right there.
1: Wow, that's, yeah, no, we've never dealt with anything that aggressive before. I mean, we've we've gotten some really good EVPs, but never that aggressive.
0: (laughs) Now, when we went to do the review, this is even better than that. When we went to do the review, you know, we're telling the people, you know, do this, 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 and this. We heard the Tickle Me Elmo go off in the toy box in the living room. I said, what was that? And they said, that was the Tickle Me Elmo. does it all the time. Go look at it. I said, what do you mean? And as I walked over and laughed, it laughed at me again, and I picked it up. I said, check the batteries. I opened the battery box up. It had no batteries in it. I threw the damn thing across the room. Dude, that's funny. you say that? My kids had a
1: fucking Tickle Me Elmo? That motherfucking thing works without batteries.
0: Oh, so no you did not it happen?
1: I've seen that fucking fucking thing laughed at us. Oh, I was terrified by that shit. Threw it away. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking burned it. Oh, I'll tell you what, Joe. My wife wife absolutely hates Elmo, so if that would have happened to her, she probably would have shot it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... so Elmo without batteries is, is not an uncommon thing. Well...
1: I don't want to say that it's not uncommon. I don't want to say it's common, but it's obviously happened to two different people that have dealt with the paranormal before. Maybe it's just us, bro. <laughs> but yeah, we um, were, we were just talking earlier before the show came on and, uh, we were, uh, Ed, myself and my wife were all here in the shop tonight. Mac and Christy are with us. Like I said, and, um, we all experience something different in the building tonight, which is very, very uncommon because stuff normally does not happen. Here it keeps coming on. I'm not fucking touching. And we're having weird things happening right now. Um, and I said, you know, it's weird because we've all been investigating for so long that it, for us, when, uh, you know, paranormal stuff happens anymore in our personal lives, it's not a surprise.
0: All right, I just got a message from Mac on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him around. and, yeah, and to... went
1: over to a concert this evening.
0: Yeah, Gaelic Storm. I, 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 I totally despise him for that because I love... I've actually seen them live once, and I want to see them alive again. No, he posted a picture of his the new engine he put in his car, and I said, record it. Play it as an EVP. <laughs> well,
1: all right, Joe. We're actually, uh, the show is wrapped. We're just recording for future. So I want to thank
0: you for calling in. All right. But, yeah, uh, hopefully, see, I planned on tuning in before and got caught up on YouTube and realized it was like eleven thirty by the time I tried to get called it took me almost thirty minutes to get my password reset on my damn Skype.
1: We have ran into that before before the show even started, so I know what you're talking about.
0: But uh, I just want to say Mac you missed it. You missed the Joe Dog you know, that's what you get. <laughs> Oh, I'm
1: gonna rub it into
0: him too. Oh, 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 oh! Please do. That way, he can, uh, you can say, reason I called is because he wasn't there. <laughs>
1: I'll make sure that he re uh, listens to this uh, this show so he knows you called in. <laughs> All
0: right, we will holler at you later, guys.
1: All right, have a good night, Joe Dog. Uh,
0: right, good night.
1: Well, with that being said, since we were talking about it, I guess we'll uh, we'll leave the show tonight with uh, a little uh, down like down storm here momentarily. i got to wait for YouTube to uh, function properly. But once again, I want to thank everyone for uh, calling in. I know this is not live anymore. It's just recorded. But anybody that gets to uh, listen to this later, thank you. No show next week. You guys were awesome. Here's a little Gaelic storm.
0: i